0: Hello everyone. Hello. This is Roaring Rorty and Alex Jade. Alex Jade, Jungle Zhang. Uh, What's up everybody? I apologize for such a long hiatus. Uh, A lot has happened. Um, uh, First of all, I graduated from my uh class uh, from the land fellowship at the U of M. Um, also Alex uh, uh, has been uh, looking at uh actually got a job with cow tipping press and so he's now uh, uh what do you what do you through cow tipping like your uh, classes.
1: I do classes. Yeah but
0: do, does don't you do like a advertising or like uh mark like almost like a marketing
1: for I them? I did, but then they dropped it because okay. of them. It ended. The season ended.
0: Ah, got it. But yeah, he got to do that with uh, Rachel and uh, Brian from Cow Tipping. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a lot of that stuff happened during the summer. Um, uh, so it just, we finally got a chance to sit down and do it and do another podcast for all our fans. Yep. Yeah. So um, again, I want to stress to get this podcast out. Um, share all of our previous podcasts with anybody and everyone that you think would find our material fascinating. Again, we do everything. Bonnie is a very fascinating. Yes, Bonnie is basically what we do. Everything nature geared, yeah, uh, nature related. Uh, we also try to do some weird uh, 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 stuff too about like aliens and ghosts, and we kind of try to like switch it up. We try to make it really fun, and uh, uh, and we try to, you know, do this, and we try to go anywhere from between 20 to 30 minutes long in each podcast. So, again, please uh, comment, share, follow, uh, whatever you can do to support our podcast. I am still working on a uh, Patreon, like I promised in the last episode. It kind of was on the back burner um, but it is in the process. I will be developing a Patreon. And those who do subscribe will be getting exclusive features um, and uh, cool merch that I will create that you can get. So, like, uh, it would be through Cafe Press, and you can get um, like a coffee mug that has our logo on it, um, uh, even a keychain, um, a magnet they can put on your fridge, um, uh, a bib for your baby. Uh, babies basically it would be, uh, roughly the stuff that I know would sell really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will, we won't get any, uh, uh, we won't get any profit per se, uh, because we are a non-for-profit um, podcast. So all the proceeds uh, that you pay for will go directly to the item that you'll be buying from cafe press. So we will not be getting any royalties or anything because, uh, we, are uh, doing this for our fans. We're doing this out of the love of our fans. So anyway, please uh, look forward to uh, the Cafe Press website as well as the Patreon where you can get exclusive material if you become a member. Um, yep. So now we will start. Um, we are going to be talking about some certain books that um, Alex, Alex has – um,
1: That I've read and I find fascinating and yes. I recommend.
0: And you're going to love the title of this book that he's coming. going to say. So, Alex, off to you.
1: Okay. All right. I have a book called Around the World and 80 Plants. And I'm actually thinking of, of doing a side shoot with this book. I talked to the author of this book about doing a side shoot called Around the World and 90 Fishes. Ooh. And I'm writing it right now on my computer. And hopefully it'll sell. Hopefully I'll be able to get royalty from it, or hopefully I'll be able to get it out there and stuff once it's written. But it's around the world in 90 fishes, everything from the Mekong giant catfish and Siamese carp all the way down to the African butterfly fish or the Australian longfish.
0: Yeah, he uh, literally read me the list of these fish, and there's some outlandish fish that can grow up to 400 to 600 pounds. So yep. you look out for that when it comes out. We'll yep. put a link and um, in, in our description once the book is out and released so that you can get a copy of that book and support my friend Alex here.
1: Okay. Well, Around the World in Eighty Plants is one. I didn't get the other books. So kind of I have Bicycling with Butterflies. Can
0: Bicyc- they yeah, go ahead. Bicycling can they me on that. No, they can't. Okay. Nope, it's all audio. All
1: right. Well, I have Around the World in 80 Plants, which is really good, Around the World, and it talks about where they're from. Cool. Like, there's some in Southern Europe, East Mediterranean, Middle East, Africa, Northern Europe, Central and South Asia, East Asia, Southeast Asia, Oceania, South America, Mexico, Central America, and Caribbean. North America and Google.
0: So basically it's all zoned. All over the world. All zoned for all the places around the world. And
1: what's a zone? Do you know what a zone is?
0: Basically where certain plants can be grown. Right. No,
1: it's areas where the temperature rises five or six degrees. Like zone one is the lowest. Zone yeah. 12 is the highest. Got the it. equator is the middle of the earth. Yeah. That's the weather, where the real warmth is. So, the further away you go from the equator, the lower the zones get. Got it.
0: Nice. So, basically, the tropical zone is 12. Yep. Got it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, subtropical might be 10 or 11.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's really into this book. Um, there's a lot of cool plants. Yep. Um, it, it contains, I believe, pictures as well of these plants and um, what um, – uh, all the like specific details of these plants that are all around the world. Um, anywhere around the world that uh, you can, yeah. you travel, you'll see these plants.
1: Like um, corn, yeah. rice, sugar, all grasses, but bamboo is a grass too. Mm-hmm. And then we have tomatoes, which are the nightshade family. And we have a uh, rafifila, which is a parasite of a certain tree in the tropics in Southeast Asia and we have, um, what's another one? We have Obobia, which is in Gibbon. cool! And we have, oh, this is my favorite one. Wachiria, tree trumbo, meaning two leaves that cannot die. This can live over 2,000 years. What, yep. 2000, did you hear that 2,000 years? Yep, That's ridiculous. Probably Christ, but yeah, they get really old. So it was lost over from certain types of carnivores con- <coughs> that existed before the area was desert. So they're wow. kind of a relic from another point in time.
0: Nice. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. The other cool thing that um, is neat about uh, plants is that there's all different varieties, all different colors, all mm-hmm. different smells. Yep. Um, each of them are have different characteristics. Some are poisonous. Some are edible. Edible. Some are yeah. It's
1: like, size, and coloring. Yeah. Color, blah, blah, anything. Yeah.
0: And some are, some are annuals, some are perennials, some yeah, like
1: biannuals.
0: bi-annuals. So, uh, you know, uh, the good thing to know when you buy a plant is if it will grow in your zone. Um, and I'm, or
1: if it will grow as a house plant when the correct. zone turns cold. Yes. Because there are some plants that I have, like the bougainvillea, that could never survive in our zone. Yes. But they will grow yeah. happily as an indoor plant. Provided that you give them enough light.
0: Yep. So invest in lots of lighting. Um, yeah, lots of lighting. The more the, light
1: you can give your plants, the better.
0: Correct. They love light. So, uh, there most are, plants do. Not yes, all plants. There are plants. other plants that like shade.
1: Yeah. Um, like gingers. Some yep. gingers like shade in the, in the outdoor garden. Um, in inside you might want to try cast iron plant or ZZ plant. Those are shade lovers. They like more shade. Um, another one that really likes shade are ferns. Ferns like shade yep. for the most part.
0: So amazingly enough, you have plants for every season, every indoor, outdoor, every color, every scent, every smell, every characteristic you want, you know, there's just so many varieties of flowers yep. and plants and trees, trees and shrubs. i Bondi. yes. dwarf
1: trees that have been selectively bred to be a dwarf side. Yep.
0: So, um, or it's, it,
1: trained to be a dwarf correct. side.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it, there's amazing plants out there that you can find that you, you know, maybe you haven't even heard of them and then when you look at, uh, at them it's like oh wow this is amazing mm-hmm. and and, and
1: uh, never get stalled never no. get stalled
0: so the cool thing about plants is as long as you're willing to commit to them take care of them give them the light they need give them the water they need uh they can survive for a very very long time yeah uh, so um, they're so basic-
1: annuals live for one year, biannuals yeah. live for maybe one or two years, and then ant- perennials live a long time.
0: Correct. So if you really want a, a long-living plant, perennials are the way to go. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, uh, so question. Uh, I'm assuming a lot of people are wondering, are you able to grow sunflowers inside?
1: Um not really. Not really. Sunflowers are more of an outdoor plant because they need a lot of light, they need the open ground, they need the air. Okay. Um, there are sunflowers that can grow as native perennials. And then there are the kinds that you buy in the store that live for one year, the annual sunflowers, and those are pretty too. Yeah. But sunflowers are basically an outdoor.
0: Yes, okay, cool. And now this has been puzzling me. The petunias, I think it is, uh, they say that, um, a lot. I think it's petunias, um, it's the red and green plants, I think, uh, they uh, say that cats, if they eat their, the, the leaves that they could get sick and die. Uh, my question is, is, cats? It, is it the leaves or is it the stem?
1: I don't know if petunias are poisonous to cats. I know lilies are poisonous to cats. Lilies, yes. Lilies are poisonous to cats. Sago palms are poisonous to cats, um, but petunias. You might want to look on the ASPCA website. They'll probably point you in the right direction. Or call a vet's office. They could probably tell you.
0: Cool. Yeah, because the uh, ones that I can't, I think it's. The name I'm thinking of, but they are a common house plant, especially around the holiday season. Poinsettia. Poinsettias. That's the one I'm thinking poinsettias. of. Poinsettias. poinsettias. Yeah.
1: Poinsettias. The trees are also toxic. The water in the Christmas yeah. tree is bad. Yeah. A uh, poinsettias are actually not as bad for cats as lilies. Lilies are really, really bad. Okay. Yeah. And one thing you can do to discourage your cat from uh, eating plants is to spray something called bitter gut on the plant, which is like a bitter apple extract. Yeah. And then the cat will try to eat it and not like it. Got it. Yeah. Cats so, eat grass and other things to help with their digestion, but they don't really – they're called obligate carnivores. They're not really vegetarians. If you try to feed a cat a vegetarian diet, it's missing some essential um, – Things like taurine and other chemical compounds found in meat. Yeah.
0: So. so, yeah, you don't want to make your dog or cat a vegetarian because you they know. need that essential meats in their system. Dogs are a little
1: more on the spectrum of omnivore. They can eat a little bit more plants. Yeah. But cats are strictly carnivores.
0: Yes. Uh, so... Uh, another question that I'm sure a lot of people ask are um, now this is an animal question are uh, certain animals uh, if you bring them or raise them from a baby do you believe that they are able to become domesticated and do you think they would ever like like uh, what's the word Um, love you well, actually, the opposite—like, turn on you. Like, well, you is um, there a possibility yes, that some are, of you?
1: there are a lot of animals that will do that. Um, the big cats, um, chimps, stuff like that. Those are animals that nobody should have. Have you ever heard of the story of Travis?
0: Uh, that was the chimp one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? You, to Travis, like, what what happened to
1: him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that was, wow. The yeah.
1: problem is chimps are not people. If you try yeah. to treat them like people, they'll, they'll be, The core has plenty of stories about this. They, they they, are fine until they mature, and then when they mature, it's just not a good thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Treat teeth like teeth, chimps are animals. Yeah. So, anyway, back to my book. Uh... trying to think of another plant, Mandrake. That's a good one. Have you, you ever heard of a mandrake?
0: mandrake? Yeah, yeah.
1: It looks like a man, the, the roots. I have a question. Do you think Mandrake is really real? Cause it definitely looks real to me.
0: Yeah, I think it's a real thing. I mean, it's probably rare. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, trying to it find it a Mandrake is probably, really? I'm sure it exists.
1: Yeah, in Italy. So it must be in Europe.
0: I mean, I know they used it in Harry Potter, but those would like scream and.
1: Yeah, fictional. I don't think this one would scream. No. No. That's a myth. Yeah.
0: That's purely fictional, but yeah.
1: A lot of that fiction, though, has good space in fact. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever heard um uh, well, I can't really say the name, but they they pop it up on the internet a lot. The Predictions of Oxycies or something. Oh, um, yeah. That was 70% correct. Oh, wow. And the man who was into that occult stuff, he would make predictions that people would fly through the sky, which happened, that a lung disease would strike. that happened, COVID. But back then, he did The fight anything, as he did this in the 1600s, in the 1500s. Hundreds of years before planes were being invented. Hundreds of years before COVID would be invented. And
0: I mean... I don't, I can't always post links to certain images. Um, I have a, but um, if
1: you go to um, YouTube and look up the ghost store, because yeah. there are some stories about it you can Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, it's best that you guys do your research yourself because a lot of the links I find are my opinion of what, you know, or uh, a general opinion of what they look like. Yeah. And um, usually through uh, anchor.fm, it doesn't make the link a hyperlink. So, you in, order for you, in order for you to look these stuff up, I recommend you looking them up yourself. So if you hear something that we talk about, highly look it up yeah, um, and see if you can find it. Um, I'm sure there's many, many pictures via Google or Ving, whatever.
1: Like the breeding Ving. habits of Pippa Pippa Fog. That's fascinating. Ooh, you know what wow. Pippa Pippa, Pippa, Pippa Fogs are? No. Pippa Pippa Toad is a surname toad. Oh really? Well they live in South America, and the female will actually lay eggs on the males. I think it's the male the, the, the females lay eggs and then the uh, the male fertilizes them, and then the female has them absorb into the skin on her back. And then they size turn into baby toad, turn into frogs, and then the froglets break out of her back. And then they just kind of leave holes everywhere in her back. So if you're afraid of holes, you probably don't want to see this. But the baby frogs kick their way out, and then they just, yeah. It's it almost looks like, like something Gremlins. from a horror movie.
0: It reminds me of it Gremlins, the yeah. podcast, and I can yep.
1: show you pictures of it. Definitely, definitely. The Piper Piper Toads are pretty fascinating, and they come from South America, like Ghana and the River Amazon and stuff like that. And they're found in muddy, stagnant water, and they're, like African clod frogs, only they're a little bit larger. Yeah, and they have a really weird breeding cycle, synthesizes with the veins and stuff like that.
0: So the other kind of frog I would recommend you guys looking up is the poison dart frog. Uh, I've noticed at the Baltimore Aquarium when I went to it. Um, With uh, my stepmom and my brother, uh, was it last year? (coughs) Excuse me. Um, There's a lot of different colors of them. There's different species. Yeah, they're different species. So there's like red, purple, blue, yellow,
1: green, and and, uh, a lot of. They're only poisonous in the wild. In captivity, they don't eat the ants needed, so they can't get their poisons. Yeah. But you still want to wear gloves when you touch them. Any amphibian, you generally want to wear gloves when you handle them because they have um, skin that is very sensitive to our oils and our bodily things.
0: Yeah. So toads are different. You can... Pick them up uh, again. Some people say that if you pick up a toad, you'll get warts. You won't. It's it's totally a superstition, superstition, and it's not true. You get um, warts from
1: a virus.
0: Yes. So, uh, um, and but with frogs, yes, they have this uh, slimy uh, uh, film over their skin. And that uh, if you touch it, I've heard uh, it, it does make either them sick or it's not good for their skin because our oils are are not they they aren't used to our oils. So mm-hmm. when we touch them, they they can really get sick or even die. Mm-hmm. Um, so and there's fungus that can yeah, affect frogs. Too. Correct. So you don't want to touch a frog if you can avoid it because um, they they do have a certain uh, skin texture that prevents them from, want really anybody wanting to touch them, even their predators. They they don't they have this kind of sliminess to them that that uh, you know keeps a lot of their um, a lot of animals away from them because they're just you know not the texture and the the stuff is just not nice mm-hmm. to touch. So um, if you ever see a frog, please leave it alone. Take mm-hmm. pictures, that's fine. Don't touch it. it it, it is not something you want to touch. It it will uh, cause harm to the the frog. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So anyway, also I was going to tell you that. <clears throat> um, what was I gonna say? Um, have you ever heard of the gastric brooding frog? It's extinct now. Oh, wow. But it would throw up its young and then eat them for protection, and they would grow up inside of the frog's gut, and then she would puke them up when they were older and able to survive. Wow. Kind of like crocodiles carrying their young in a more extreme way.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: But it's extinct because there's a pathogen, a fungus that's around, which is why you see a lot of the zoologists and stuff wearing gloves when they handle these frogs because they don't want to, you know – spread the fungal spores. Yeah, But they uh, get the, um, the fogs and like streams and stuff where the fungus is starting to come and then they take them back into the captivity and then they rear and try to get their population stronger. Yep. I was reading about that.
0: So we're at our almost 25 minute mark. Yep. Um, Let's talk about one more thing. Okay, and that is our potential website. Um, A lot of people have been asking me, "Hey, are you going to make a website for you know Nature Weird? Um, We'd like to see a website, you know, where you can post blogs or have a forum so that people can post what they thought they think of the podcast and all that stuff and So I'm getting a lot of feedback from people that have listened to our podcast um, and they want a website. Um, So um, that's another thing that will be put on my table um, for the future. Um, My guess is probably going to be by summer of next year when it's going to be up. Mm -hmm. I have to kind of work out the details, work out what I want to do. I'm going to probably either use Wix or WordPress to create the website, uh, but do look for that in the near future, a website geared for just Nature Weird. Um, so it will have our pictures on it um, so that you know who we look like. We'll also have our our podcast names, Jungle Jung and Roaring Rorty. And, um, yeah, the good thing about that is if you ever – Need to uh, reach out to us. We have an email address, um, which is, I believe, Nature Weird uh, DJ or DJ N A J or whatever. Or, mm-hmm. um, so um, I will post that in our description. I usually try to post that in our description below in each podcast so you are able to email us if you have any. Uh, maybe possible suggestions of what you want us to talk about, or maybe even uh, possible material for us to create, um, or even merchandise you want to see in our in our cafe press slash um, merch, or uh, not merch, um, our, uh, Patre- uh, Patreon. Um, so those that are exclusively Patreon supporters will be able to um, buy uh, exclusive merch that will be only those geared to those who support us. Um, Again, those Patreon, anything that you get to the Patreon will be geared to um, giving out promotional material. Uh, It won't be uh, any way of us gaining any money. It will be maybe for us to get more recording material so we don't have to use a computer or a phone. We'll actually be able to get some microphones Um, get actual podcast material here so it can actually be a legit podcast. Uh, Maybe even get uh, um, airtime on uh, some local uh, channel as well. Um, So, uh, yeah, so if we can do that, um, please support us. Um, uh, I will get that uh, Patreon up hopefully by the end of the year and then the website up by the summer of next year. So, um, look out for both the Patreon and that. And then also, um, lastly, but not leastly, I guess that didn't, it doesn't make sense. Last but not least, uh, please, again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, share, comment, subscribe, follow, whatever you want you can to get the word out about our nature weird. Uh, we, we want um, people to know that we love you guys for listening. Um, we want you to, to expand our audience if you can. So if you ever see the link out anywhere, please share it. Um, also, the, I just remembered this. I will be making QR codes for each episode and posting it um, on a face, our Facebook page that uh, I don't believe I've created yet. But I, I, I will get it out there. Uh, we'll have a Facebook page where you will be able to um, legitly um, uh, scan the QR code and it will take you to that certain episode and you'll be able to listen to it. So mm-hmm. we love you guys. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for listening. Please, please get the word out. We look forward to doing another podcast here really, really soon. Probably before Thanksgiving will be our next podcast. Um, If not, it will be after I come back from Montana uh, before Christmas. So we love you guys. Follow, share, subscribe, and we'll talk to you guys later. Signing out. Signing out. Jungle Jung and Roaring Rorty. Bye. Bye.